1: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tirec.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solas TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to tirerack.com slash sports. Tirerack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. The end of the weekend, it was supposed to be, and it I guess was a showdown of two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks vying for not just supremacy in the NFC South, but the but the but the record book as well. And what happened? It, it was a blowout to end all blowouts. Drew Brees, you know, leads Tom Brady in touchdowns. Drew Brees leads Tom Brady in receiving yards. Tom Brady leads in championships where he goes winning follows, and the narrative this week had been almost completely Belichick's a dope. Brady's still got it. Brady's the quarterback of the best team in football. Is that fair? Did you did you hear enough of that? Okay. I was watching the um NBC pregame show and I was sitting next to my son, and he goes, Everybody's taking the Buccaneers? Well, I got the Saints. See, I'm raising a contrarian, I'm raising a guy who questions things, and you know what? He was right. And the more we look at it, it doesn't mean you don't, I'm not a, I've never been a Brady had something on his phone that sold him out in terms of Deflategate. I don't think they won any more football games because of Spygate. I, I frankly don't care. I don't. But we have to at least at some point admit that 43 is not just a number, it's an age. And that Tom Brady was an average quarterback at best last year with a very, very marginal at best group of wide receivers. Now you go a year later with a spectacular group talent-wise on paper of wide receivers and he's an average at best, maybe below average quarterback. Fifth most interceptions. 23rd in yards per attempt, 25th in completion percentage, 16th in QBR. Those numbers are only slightly better than last year. 27th in completion percentage, 27th per attempt, 19th in QBR, 13th in TD passes. Look, this is, you know, some actors and actresses, you get to the end of their career and they can kind of morph themselves into that older character, right? Like Clint Eastwood did an amazing job from where he was with uh, with the spaghetti westerns, where you know where he was with um, what is it? What's the movie? Right turn, Clyde. Um, every which way but loose. You, know, you would go back to earlier in his career. Clint Eastwood was spectacular. Then later in his career, he played a great old man. Right. From Unforgiven to El Camino, like you pick out the he played a really good Morgan Freeman. Same thing in his youth was one actor in his older age. He went from playing God to playing some withered wise old man. That's like not everybody can do that. But some of the all time greatest actors. They just don't age as well. They can't carry a scene as well. It almost becomes overacting. When was the last time Al Pacino was in a great movie? I mean, um, you know, I mean, th- think about it for a second. When was the last time Nick Cage, and he's not even that old, was in a great movie, could carry a movie on his own. I've never been a Nick Cage guy, but there are people like, man, Nick Cage, unbelievable actor. Did win an Academy Award. But do you think about it from raised like he used to pump him out, like raising Arizona was amazing. You know? And then, of course, he had the the neo franchise with the Matrix. Like you go, and then he had um, what's the ones where they where they search for the in the pyramids, National Treasure, right? The more the franchise movies, Con Con Air, he was in. I know people. I actually loved. Uh, I I didn't like Two Face, but there's Far Face off. Excuse me, you know. But it's like there was hit after hit after hit after hit. And then you get to a point you're like, wait, when was the last time Nick Cage carried a movie? And that's Tom Brady, and it doesn't take away from how good he was in his prime. But in sports, like we shouldn't be surprised that he had to go to a place where they kind of had to doll it up around him. They do that in TV. you, you ever notice that there are shows or networks that are floundering? And what do they do? Let's get a new set. Let's get new art. Let's get new graphics. You know what? If the show is good, the show is good. Pardon the eruption is a great show. Nobody cares about the graphics. Nobody cares about their set. Nobody cares about all the bobbleheads they have on it. Do they? You know why? Because it's Wilbon and Tony and they argue and they got great chemistry and they're funny and they get to the topics of the day and it moves. The shows that keep switching a person here, a set there, a graphic here. Why? It's because there isn't the fastball that the other show has. And that's what Brady is. It's Brady is. We, we've, we've gotten to this place where somehow late in a spectacular, most successful quarterback of our lifetime career that we are not allowed to go, you know, he's just okay now. Like on one hand we can say, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt, Phillip rivers is one of the five worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL this year. Okay. If the Colts had a healthy Andrew Luck, they're probably the best team in football. Their defense is great. They have speed on offense. I know they, you know, they lost Jonathan Taylor, their rookie running back, has a fumbling problem. Okay, but or it doesn't even have to be Andrew Luck. Like they have a top 10 quarterback, top 15 quarterback. And I love Phillip Rivers. It does not take away, by my estimation, from his decade of success. In San Diego, and some of his sec- two years ago in LA with the Chargers when they won 12 games and beat the beat the Ravens on the road in the playoffs. But dude, he's a shell of his former self. He can't stop over. He's late on throws. Doesn't have the arm strength. Hell, he fell over like a turtle on his back there on that interception return. That was bad. Looked like a speed bump. Just jump over him. Okay, so if Philip Rivers can go from Hall of Famer to one of the five worst quarterbacks. Why can't Tom Brady go from the most successful quarterback of all time to average at best? What? Somehow it's blasphemy. Somehow it's saying something bad. It's not. I mean, I have the numbers. We watched the game. And not all of it's his fault. I don't put every bit, you know. And I know they didn't run it. Some of it is the Saints have a spectacular run defense. Some of it is they're just not very good at running the football. Some of it is... Byron left, which is an inexperienced offensive coordinator and play caller, and you get a new toy and you want to play with that new toy. It's the, the old, it's the Christmas philosophy, right? You know, you get down twenty-one nothing. You're like, what are we doing running the football? Let's 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 let Tom be Tom. Let's pick apart the defense. The problem is that he he's not, and it's also not necessarily built. You know, he's kind of using somebody else's remote on his TV, if you will, right? Tom Brady's always had the Wes Welkers, the Julian Edelmans, not just Gronk who can't get out of a break anymore, but had those underneath wide receivers. Now he has these gazelles out wide. That's great, but there's a reason Dink and Dunk works. Anyway, I, I I think it's okay to go like, hey, you know, I don't think he's great anymore. I don't think he's great anymore and he's mostly good. I'm not, I'm not saying pull him. I'm not saying he stinks. I'm saying that you're going to have to work around sometimes the fact that he's not what he used to be. You know, not what what is like, I, I've always been fascinated by this. Can we all agree? Bill Belichick's a spectacular football coach. You you can dislike Bill Belichick. You can think he's terse with the media you think he looks like a slob. You can think he cheated with Spygate. You can think they deflated with Deflategate. Okay. you're Even if I give you all of that, would you at least give me he's an unbelievable football coach? Okay. So in addition to trying to fix the wide receiver core over the past three or four years, you do know that they moved to more of a power run game sort of thing, right? Right, they, they drafted a first-round draft pick running back. They committed to a multiple running back uh, lineup where they could run the football. Now, I don't know about you, but yes, obviously running the football does free up the pass, but does it stand to reason that if you're willing to use a first-round draft pick on a running back, if you commit to running the football, when you have a talent like Tom Brady, isn't it fair to say you saw it coming? And, and if the, the truth is, the truth is that two years ago, it was, hey, either Garoppolo goes or Brady goes, and, and the head coach, Bill Belichick, was willing to move on, what is Bill Belichick always committed to doing? Be a year too early as opposed to a year too late. Look at so many guys who have left the Patriots, and for one year, they're still good, and then they fall completely off which means that's either Brady uh, this year or next year. Regardless of which, it's okay to say Tom Brady's an all-time great, and some of you think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. That statement can be true, and you can say he's not very good right now. He's okay. There are days in which he's good. There are days in which he's not good. Yesterday was a day in which he was not good.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member
4: entrance for the win.
1: Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all terrain tires for on and off road adventure. Go to tireact.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of General Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. sports TyRat.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See. Terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos.
1: Let's get to Trent Dofer He's a three time Super Bowl champion who once upon a time, and he's owned it, once upon a time he called Brady Dunn, uh, only to have Brady raise ri- rise from the dead. Uh, here's what I said you are a savant at the quarterback's just not just having played it, having studied it, having coached it, having analyzed it. Um he's 43. There's a reason guys don't play quarterback in their 40s. not because they don't want to. It's because it's really hard, and you just don't have it as often. And he hasn't had it as often. Last night he didn't have it, and he hasn't had it more so now than at any point in his career. We can doll it up with great players around him, but he can't always get them to football. Is that unfair to characterize him as a great quarterback who's average at best now?
6: I'll find a balance. I think he's average when he is not having plays called that fit his DNA. He is still great when the game is called to fit him. Um, And, again, you said it. I've been studying this position as long as anybody. I didn't play it very well, but I've studied it a long time and studied pretty much everything Tom's ever done and spent a lot of time with him. His DNA has always been to start the game with the controlled completion passing game. So there's a few reasons for that. Number one, it gets his eyes right. It puts a lot of pressure on the underneath defenders to, to go horizontally and flatten out uh, early in the game. It frustrates the pass rush. So you don't get rushed as hard as the game goes on. It beats any blitz packages you're unprepared for going into a game. So every game you get surprised by a blitz or two package and, the quick passing game kind of um, gets you out of jail. It's a free get-out-of-jail uh, card uh, early in games. And he's always played that way. And when the game goes on, he'll now start working the ball further and further down the field because he's accomplished what he wanted to accomplish early in the game. When the game's called that way for him, he's still the best at it. There's nobody better than ca- at catch-and-throw than Tom Brady. Um, he, he's spaced better than others. Uh, he can manipulate underneath defenders. Uh, He's obviously deadly accurate. He has plenty of ball speed. The ball finishes where it needs to finish. And then you work into the vertical game as the game goes on. Well, last night, and in the games he's played poorly in, it's the thing I was concerned about with Bruce Arians. Bruce doesn't even understand that part of the passing game. I mean, Bruce is a guy, and Byron Leffert's much like him. They want to chuck and duck, baby. They want to get the ball down the field. They see man coverage, and they want one-on-one matchups. They want to double-move people. They want to run second, third-layer throws. And it just doesn't fit Tom's DNA early in the game. Now, Tom can do all that stuff, but he needs to do it on rhythm, on his time, on his schedule. He can't do it like Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and some of these guys that can do it off schedule. So the whole thing has to fit. And last night you saw the ultimate example of it not fitting at all.
1: Which was one of our concerns, um, and me as an outsider, you as an, like a football savant insider is like, yeah, it, didn't, it just didn't feel like Aryan style or even the personnel fit who Tom Brady is. Like, go back and look. And it's not just tight ends, the multiple tight ends, but it was, you know, from Welker to Edelman to Amendola, you Troy Brown, you pick the underneath guy. On option routes on third down, that's what he ate on. That's who he became Tom Brady on. And now you change it and it becomes much more vertical. Late in his career, that that was the part that didn't make sense.
6: I agree. I thought when they were rolling there for a few weeks, they were rolling because they ran the ball well. The vertical shots came off play action, so it's a very comfortable pocket. Um, he could play action, you can kind of set the rhythm by the play action fake, so you kind of time your feet and your arm and your eyes up with the fake. so it's on his schedule. Uh, and they did do some some underneath stuff, some quick game stuff. They use a the screen game well they they got the ball the tight end underneath with crossing routes, outbreaking routes. Uh, last night it was Chuck and Duck. It was like, okay, we got a b. You can't, it's like high school mentality. Hey, we got a bigger, faster dude than you, so we're just going to chuck it up to him because in our world that's an 80-20 ball. Well, it's not. Let's do the math over the course of football. 50-50 balls are really 30-70 balls if you do the math. So it goes away from the high precision-based offense and mentality that he's accustomed to, that he's played this um, greatest of all time career under. And it, it, there's going to be um, – this type of situation. Now, one thing I'll say about Thomas, is he'll fix it. You know, there is one alpha in that building. <laughs> the most important person in that building is Tom Brady. And he will go in and he'll say it in his way, but this will get fixed. And Tom Brady doesn't lose back-to-back games very often. I don't see him losing back-to-back games. I don't see him starting next week with Chuck and Duck mentality.
1: Trent deal for our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, have you ever seen... The multitude of ways in which a team can lose a game like the Chargers.
6: <laughs> I knew you were going there. It's heartbreaking. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Bolts fan, man. I, I've always liked the Chargers, going back to Dan Fouts. Um, and I love this Herbert kid. I, and I, I like their coaching staff. The, the, like, la- think- the last
1: the last two balls he threw, I know people are against, the, they'll fade, but... They were to the they right. Were the they were oh, dimes, yeah. and they were to big wide receivers. Not like you're throwing to, to Edelman on a jump ball, like you're Mike Williams. She, she got to hold on to it. Um, I forget who. And the, it's the
6: read. They had a combination read to the left, yep. a zone beater, and they had a man blitz beater to the right, and that's the play they chose. And he read it perfectly and threw it perfectly. I mean, the kid's doing everything you could ask. They're playing hard. Um, again, I. I I don't know if I'm the best person to ask. How do you, I'm kind of apologetic for
1: him. How do you te- how do you teach winning? Like that's a it's a really like I'll, let me give you kind of an example. So Saturday night I'm coaching an AAU game and and they're just like shootouts. So we just played two games and at the end of our second game it was kind of a little tense tense one. Like the other team was. They're talking a little trash to our guys, and our guys got a little cocky. They got about 10, and we're holding the ball late, and I got a kid to shoot to three. I got a kid to shoot a fadeaway. And, like, we end up winning by seven. But my point was, like, I grabbed him afterwards, was like, look, you guys should feel good about your winning, but that's not how you finish a game. You, but you have to teach – how do you teach an NFL team how to finish, how to win, how to not make these ghastly, costly errors? And all this – and, oh, yeah, by the way, not play – you can't play tight worrying about, oh, no, here it comes again. But that's kind of what happens.
6: Well, one, I don't want to pull the Monday morning analyst card where everybody says, oh, it's the culture. The culture gets you to win. I mean, the culture does ultimately count as much as anything, but I think Anthony Lynn's a great culture guy, and I think they do have good culture. I don't think they have quitters. I don't think they have prima donnas. They're not losing for that reason. If I were to guess, and again, this is a guess, uh, what I have seen be the most successful formula, and we did it in Tampa, uh, we did it in Baltimore, obviously, uh, I've I've seen it done, I've studied it, and now I'm doing it here as a coach is you practice winning in every little detail of your day. So nothing slides. Nothing. Zero slides. Every detail matters the way you do small things is the way you do all things. So whatever whatever protocols you have in place, whatever rules you have in place, whatever whatever you have in place in practice, every little attention, every little part of the detail matters. Because you start adding those up, and those equal wins. Now you make the catch. Now you don't give up the third down. Now you don't miss a line. Now you don't do the things that get you beat. You end up letting the other team beat themselves. And I've seen it happen on two teams I've been on, and i am seeing it happen on a team I coach, and I've studied the Patriots and the great teams forever, and that's always been the mentality is you don't let anything slide. Every detail matters. Everything's a big thing. You start stacking those on top of each other, and ultimately that equals winning.
1: Trent Dilfer, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show, head coach of Lipscomb Academy, course, Super Bowl champion quarterback with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson gets a win, percentage-wise, threw the ball better. They survive a very good defense with the Indianapolis Colts. What do we learn about Lamar Jackson?
6: I don't think we learned anything. I think they They relearned him. They didn't ask him to things he's not great at. I mean, you didn't have a bunch of seven-step drop perimeter throws. You didn't have a bunch of middle of the field triangle throws. You had creative movement offense um, that highlights Lamar's running ability, but also the fear defenses have. So they play ice, they play defined looks against them. Pick and stick concepts, uh, play action sec, play action second layer of throws. Things he's very very good at. I mean, last week I didn't hammer him. I think he's a great player. But, again, his DNA is different than Tom Brady's DNA, different than Ryan Tannehill's DNA, Aaron Rodgers' DNA, Drew Brees' DNA. You have to call the game based on what your guy does best. I think if, if there's anything Bill Walsh and his legacy left to the Holmgrens and the Denny Greens and the Andy Reeds and the you know, the tree of Walsh guys that you only call stuff your guys are good at. Like, you do have deficiencies in the NFL. Everybody goes, oh, they should be able to do anything. They're great athletes. They're in the NFL. No, they can't. Everybody has a deficiency. But they also have a unique trait that makes them better than, puts them in the top 1% in the world at what they do. Call the game based on their DNA. Don't call it based on the chalkboard. Uh, It's the modern-day coaching flaw, which is to call the game based off chalk instead of personnel especially with quarterbacks. Call the game based on what your quarterback does best, not what you want him to do best.
1: Hmm. Great. It's a great. It's a great point. Um, how, how much of it was Russell Wilson? How much of it was their defense?
6: Russell's struggling. I mean, he's, he's pressing. He's, he is yeah. – I thought Mark Schlaer said it the best. And I'll steal this from Mark one more time, Then I'm going to take claim on this one. Mark said a couple weeks ago on the broadcast, I don't know about letting Russ cook. Let him simmer. Because if you let him simmer, it helps the defense. If you're let, if you're forcing him to cook all the time, it puts your defense in a bad position. Now, their defense isn't very good. But you can win games if you play complementary football, three-phase football. And right now, you're playing in the basketball world, you know, run and gun. Two passes, the ball's up. Because you feel like you have to score 120 a game to win because you can't stop anybody. Well, what happens, you give the other team more possessions. You give them shorter fields. You give them, You turn the ball over in basketball. You give them fast break points. Like, you, in your overly aggressive mentality, you're actually helping the team you're playing because you're giving them freebies. And you look at what the, the Seahawks gave the Bills yesterday. They gave them free drives, like just gimmies. Short fields. Um, Seahawks didn't hold the ball long enough so their defense was on the field too long. I mean, it was just a disaster because you're trying to play so open, you can still be aggressive, you can still be explosive, still maximize, in my opinion, the best player in the world, but it doesn't have to be full throttle, pedal to the metal, make a play every time the ball is snapped. you got to protect your defense a little bit.
1: Um, obviously, we didn't have uh, Trevor Lawrence, who by all accounts is the, the, the next Andrew Luck, right? Uh, Going to yep. be the number one pick, regardless, yep. and, and a clean prospect. But I, I heard about uh, D.J., Uyanga Lele, right? I, th- yep. I think sure. I got it well, there. You
6: said it better than me. Yeah, you killed it.
1: Okay. Um, for people who didn't watch or just think, ah, they weren't ready for him, he's just a freshman, H- how good is this kid?
6: He will be as talented as a prospect that we've seen. I mean, he'll go in that Andrew Luck, John Elway, Trevor Lauren, uh, whoever, you, you know, over the last 30 years, the guys that just have all the athletic traits all the stature, all everything. I mean his arm is ridiculous. Um his movement skills are really good. His his stature, I mean he's massive. He is I'm six four, unfortunately, two sixty right now. Um he makes me look like a little boy. I mean he's just giant. Um he's a great leader. He's tough as nails. Um he he's, he's the whole package. I mean, we've known about him forever. I first time ever him was in eighth grader, uh, at a QB collective camp in Southern thousand Oaks, uh, with Sean McVay and all those guys. And as an eighth grader, we were like, he's either going to be an NFL right tackle, or if he leans out and gets more athletic, he's going to be the greatest quarterback prospect we've ever seen. I mean, as an eighth grader, he was ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Um, last, last thing we got a chance to see Tua again. Obviously, you've worked with Tua. You were in, I saw his doc that you were, you were in. The first week, it didn't feel like they were wow plays. Uh, on the other hand, it felt like there was marked improvement. Again, this is just from the viewer's side. You watch it differently. What did you see week two of the Tua era?
6: I thought it looked a lot like Burrow and Herbert have looked. Decisive. Their eyes are quiet. They're, they're advanced way beyond their years. I mean, it blows my mind how advanced these working quarterbacks are. Um, Poise uh understanding or the grasp of what they're trying to do um like you could just see on tv i can't see everything but i can see enough to kind of probably be 85 percent right on what side of the field you're supposed to work based on the looks and all three of their eyes just kind of go through their progressions well they don't panic in the pocket they have a great feel for space um their, their athletic traits show up on Sunday. So they're not just driving range quarterbacks. You know, it transfers into the game. Um, and I like how they call the game for me. Tua is an exceptional downfield passer. That inside fade route he throws, every quarterback in the NFL is like, whoa, that's one of the best throws of the weekend. Everybody else goes, oh, it's just a go route at 32 yards. But when your receiver takes an inside release with a whole safety chased over the top, that has to be a perfectly tempoed ball. Uh, or your receiver gets killed, or the trailing quarter, corner makes the play, or the safety comes over and picks it. I mean, just advanced throws, understanding the types of throws you're going to make. Um, I thought he created a little bit. He is a way better athlete than people give him credit for. Uh, he's got tons of horsepower. You're going to see him do a lot of those 12-yard gains. I would say Tua is going to have like an Aaron Rodgers type of Aaron never went and rushed for 92 yards in a game, but he always seemed to get the 13-yard run on third and 15 or extend the play to the right or left just long enough to make a downfield throw. That's Tua's movement ability. He's, he's a good enough athlete to hurt you with his feet, to extend plays, uh, and I think you're going to see more of it. Now, he is going to make some knucklehead mistakes like Burrow has, like Herbert has, but I don't think they are going to be that many because he also is a great learner. I said this from day one about Tua. He's the best learner I've ever coached.
1: He's Trent Dilfer, Lipscomb Academy. You get a win this weekend.
6: Sixty-three-three. Did you run it up? At one, no. At one point in the first half, we had five hundred and fifty-one yards, and they had five. First round of the playoffs. We we called the dogs off midway through the second quarter.
1: All right, all right. Got the freshmen in there. Got the young guys in there. Ready, yep. Sad. I.
6: Pre- we got a tough one this week, though. You gotta be, they We're playing this giant powerhouse out of Memphis. They won back-to-back state championships a couple years ago. They got dudes everywhere,
3: so we got our work cut out for us.
1: All right, we'll get back to work. Appreciate you joining us. All
3: right, brother. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
4: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
1: Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to tyrac.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports tireac.com, The way tire buying should be. Tua yesterday at 87.6 QBR, 71% completion percentage, 35 rush yards. I disagree with with Trent. I know Trent loves Tua, but he's like, oh, he's going to be like Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's not. Aaron Rodgers is more athletic than Tua is. 12 passes or 10 or, or 10 or more yards, and he was 9 of 12 in this pass for one touchdown. There was improvement. He got better. Now, it's hard to tell because most people think that Vance Joseph's defense isn't very good. But does it matter? He went from no wow plays to, oh, this guy's not bad. Not as athletic as Kyle. Like you watch Kyle, like, holy cow. He doesn't have the arm strength of Kyle. You're like, oh, I still don't understand how he generates that, that amount of power. You watch Kyle, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's wow. You watch 2 You're like, okay. Yeah. He's pretty good. It's a good player. It's a good player. But but Kyler feels, and he has a year of experience, but it's more in the tangibles. And I understand that Tua has incredible intangibles as a leader, as a person, as a thinker, and all that stuff. I, I get that. But you just look at the tangibles of two smaller quarterbacks, and Kyler is smaller. Kyler is lit. Like, he's one of those guys that you walk up and be like, that's it? Like, yeah, that's it. Wait, that's it? Yeah. Like, jo- Johnny Manziel was small and slight and kind of slumped shoulders, and he... Towers over Kyler. But man, that Kyler Murray is something. And then you watch two, and you're like, well, he's a little bit bigger. He's left-handed. He's not as athletic. He's a little thicker. He seems to read the defense well. He delivered the football like he's good. I don't, he doesn't seem to have the pop of a Russell Wilson with his arm or the foot speed of a Russell Wilson. That Kyler is a faster, slightly smaller, as explosive, or maybe even more explosive thrower of of a Russell. Watching both of them, Kyler looks again. I, I said it last year. I'm in for Kyler long term. More so than Lamar, more so than Darnold, who I love, more so I just I think he's the deal. Um I'm not out on Tua. I'm more in on Tua, but Tua is definitely more singles and doubles than than home runs. It it's a it's a he's got an advanced mind for a guy his age. But I don't know. I still don't know if the tangibles match up with the intangibles, which he clearly has. I mean, there's there's nothing crazy physically impressive about Tom Brady. And let's also remember that Drew Brees, if you remember Drew Brees when he was with the Chargers, and this is, you have to go back. Drew Brees with the Chargers, he had issues with arm strength. And, you know, it wasn't just being small and couldn't see and had to learn how to manipulate the pocket and they had to change the blocking for him. It it was also just old-school, pure arm strength that he appeared to not have. And then he he started really working on it. And there was a year, his last year with the Chargers, he kind of was, he he changed some of his throwing and kind of loaded up. And he wasn't as accurate. And then after the surgery, suddenly... Playing indoors, it seemed to work. So there's some breeze to him. There's some Brady to him in that you like a lot of things. You can't necessarily pinpoint one thing he does better than everybody else. But what I liked the best was there was mar- remarkable improvement from one week to the next. Right? There's still not the holy crap, call your friends, call your neighbors, look at this throw that he made. But he's pretty darn good. Fox
3: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
1: Choose from a full line of Toyo tires, ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's Tyrod.com/sports. tyrodcom sports TireRack.com Lamar Jackson did not start well yesterday. Uh, First half, no offensive points, 55 yards on offense. It's the first time in his career that he came back and won after trailing at the half. They're down 10-7 at the half. By the way, they had 55 total yards of offense. 55 total yards of offense. So uh, they had a very suspect interception. Was Was it Marcus Peters who had that pick that they... It was crazy. So they they were helped out by a call. They were helped out by uh, Phillip Rivers not being very good. He wasn't great in the second half. He finished the game with just 107 yards pass, 70 yards passing only three incompletions, by the way, 58 total rushing yards, including the game winning ceiling uh, touchdown, but he did enough. He did enough for the first time ever. He came from behind, led a team from behind, and they got the win. And look, there's an expression that coaches use all the time, and I want to kind of share with you. Can you play well when you're not playing well? Make sense? Can you find a way? You know, up to this point, that's not really what he's been able to do. When he plays bad, it was bad. And the team collapsed. Fumbles, interceptions, fall behind, force things. And and they would actually, and you know, look, it, it helped the fact that the Colts seemed to still be a quarterback away and they couldn't run away and hide. And part of that's the Ravens defense. And part of that's the, the quarterback play. Because I think the Colts defense, especially their front, is outstanding. Great speed. But... Uh, Like, look, let's give credit where it's due, when it's due. He did not set the world on fire. He did not. uh, We won our fantasy game, my son and I, but we did not win it because of, uh, more in spite of Lamar Jackson statistically. But who cares? Won the game. Some he had struggled to do, to win a game without dominating a game. And he did just enough. He was sound with his ball handling. He turned it over less, and they won. Can you play well when you're not playing well? And the Ravens did, or at least Lamar Jackson did, and they got the wins.
4: work.